right. Now, I guess there's things I'd really love to share, and I don't want to take too much time to take away from Bob. But um, last night, I know that we're talking about being under attack, and I feel I got under attack, and yet I guess I got past it or something. I felt there was a real intruder coming to steal what the Lord is doing. You know, and it's our choice. We can let them steal it. In this, in this dream that I had, I went over and I called for help. And he immediately, and that's calling on the Lord, he immediately fled. Okay, and that's what we need to do. We, we can give him. The enemy only has the power that we give him. You know, he, he's really defenseless. He only has the power we give him, and we give him that out of our mouth. So it's our choice. Um... And I felt I was given a warning also, and I'm going to bring that. But the Lord spoke to me some time ago, and I probably, I think I brought this here, was about the spoken word. He said we must take an aggressive stand against the spoken word because it gives the enemy permission to use those words against us. And it's like the Lord has really been dealing with the body of Christ on bridling our tongue. Our tongue, we can either bless or curse with the words that we bring. God knows our thoughts, the devil doesn't. But the devil knows our weak spot and what will provoke us. So he'll provoke a thought. If we entertain that thought, you know, then it turns into an action because one will feed another and another and another, and it ends up being an action. That's what I say last night. You know, sometimes I get irritated with Bob, but my love for the Lord is far greater than that aggravation or whatever, and I know it's just the enemy trying to divide us. So if I keep all that just in here and start focusing on the Lord, it turns that away. It's like, devil, get out of here. You don't, I want to be like Jesus. The devil had no part in him. And that's where I want to come to that place, where he has no place in me. There's no darkness in me that he can dwell, and that's where I want to get. Um, and if we stand on the word of God, we cannot give him permission to use those words against us. So every day I pray over us and our family. I pray over this nation. You know, both God and the devil has a plan for our life and like for this nation. And, you know, it's our choice. It's really our choice. We can choose to bless or we can curse with our mouth. And I choose to go the way that the Lord has chosen. And I think that's really desiring his will above our will you know there's I'll tell this real quick I had not planned on remarrying and actually when the Lord told me to get things in order that you know I was I was had met Bob at this point for a couple of weeks and the Lord told me to get things in order I went back and looked at all my notes on dreams and everything words that the Lord gave me regarding Bob and I saw that like let's see Six months earlier, the Lord spoke to me and said, Bob Jones will be your helpmate. And I said, it sounds like you mean a husband. It's not my desire. You know, if it's yours, Lord, I accept, but it's not mine. But I said, when will I study with Bob? Because he had promised me for a couple of years I would study with Bob. So that's an example how I, I chose his desire, his will for my life. I didn't know. I, I think in my heart, I so just wanted to be alone with the Lord that I didn't even remember that. I, 
I heard it, I wrote it, I typed it, and probably reread it and tucked it away because I was just in love with the Lord. But now six months later, he made me dig it out and read it. And I'm like, so then I had to put my desire, his desire above mine. And I said, teach me how to love him then as a husband because I didn't. I loved him as I love you. Okay? So that's how we have to put um, his will above ours, his desire above ours. Now, what a warning I feel that I got during the night, it was very clear. It was what you say about others, the negative things, will come back on your own head. So I really felt I needed to share that this morning because it is, you know, we can, again, bless or curse with our mouth. And we have got to learn, I had to learn this, to just keep my thoughts, take every thought captive and not allow it to become a word. Because when those words go out, when the Lord told me this about we have to take an aggressive stand on the spoken word, I saw a a porter like a whirlwind, and there was cursing that was coming out of there. It was like, you know, hate and anger and um, unforgiveness, stubbornness. All those things were coming out of this portal looking for a place to land. So... um, you know, it's, it's our choice what we do with, with that. I want to read uh, Proverbs 18:21. if you want to turn there with me. I like 22 better. He who founds a true wife finds a good thing. <laughs> okay, well, that's... <clears throat> okay, I've reminded Bob of that this morning <laughs> and finds favor. Okay, with the Lord. <laughs> okay, well, anyhow, 21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it, for death or life. Okay, and then let's turn to Deuteronomy 30, 14. Um, I thought I had it marked. Okay, but the word is very near you, in your mouth and in your mind and in your heart so that you can do it. See, I have set before you this day life and good and death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments and his statutes and his ordinances, then you shall live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land into which you go to possess. And you know, even that, though that's Old Testament the Lord is, has given us land to go possess because everywhere we go, we need to possess the land. When Bob and I are out on the road, we go to a new place. God's given us that. We need to possess it. If you're at Walmart, you need to possess that land. If your mind and heart turn away and you will not hear, but you are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I I declare to you today that you shall surely perish 
and you shall not live long in the land which you pass over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, the blessings and the curses. Therefore, choose life, that you and your descendants may live. See, this is generational. And may... And may love the Lord your God, obey his voice, and cling to him. For he is your life and the length of your days, that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to give your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Those promises are still good. God has made all of us promises. Um, You know, we need to hear and obey. And it reminds me of a billboard I saw one time. It said, first we hear, then we listen. And I think that... I think it was a, a, for a hearing aid, okay? But, you know, to hear is only, hearing is only perceiving a sound. You know, we hear an alarm clock or we hear a baby cry. That's just hearing it. You hear my voice. Okay, we hear God's voice. Then we, um, then we listen. If you are listening and you hear that baby cry, you know it needs a bottle, it needs a diaper change, it needs somebody to do something for it, Right? Or you hear the alarm clock, it means you need to shut it off or hit the snooze button, right? If you hear God's voice, then it means you need to obey it. It requires obedience. You know, it's a, for a Christian, that listening re- requires an action, and that action is obedience. So um, the Lord told me recently it's the hour of power, and the enemy's triangle has no hold over it. Now, if we're listening and obeying, we're going to walk in that demonstration of power. The enemy's triangle is in 1 Samuel um, 15. It's pride, stubbornness, and rebellion. God is not into that. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, what he released to me recently was God the parent, God the person, God the power. We're coming into that place of his power, walking in the demonstration of his power and letting the glory flow from that. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. I always see that as a progression. The kingdom, Bob's going to be speaking about that, that kingdom within us, we move in the demonstration of power, and the glory resides on us from that position. So we have the enemy's triangle has no hold on any of those We've been given all authority. It's time for us now to to walk in that place of obedience, hearing and obeying, taking our every thought captive, not letting it. Honest, if I said yesterday was like a really tough day, I think I came under attack early in the morning, and it was like, ugh. If I would have released the things out of my mouth that I was thinking, ugh. I mean, it would have been a total disaster. And I had to battle it. The battle was up here, and I had to say mind shut up you know and I had to focus on a song of the Lord you know I had to do that it wasn't it wasn't easy because those thoughts kept coming it was like waves of evil thoughts that was coming I thought oh Lord help because in my own strength I couldn't do it I needed him to help me because if I would have spewed those words out it just would have been ugly, you know, because I would have been, number one, spewing them out at Bob, you know, and then it would have gone to other people, and I, I didn't need that. We were coming here. God sent us here for a purpose. So, you know, we've got to take those thoughts captive. Don't let them turn into words. 
blessed. If we can't, I said, Bob and I took a fast one time, a 21-day fast of words, because it's like the enemy was needling both of us, and we just, we could, we could pick at each other about anything. One said the sun was shining, you know, I mean, that's just how we were. And it wasn't nice, and I, I thought, this is not the way Christians are supposed to behave. <laughs> you know, honest, if you love somebody, you sure don't yap at them like that. And then, here's another thing. When somebody's just a new Christian, you know, a couple months or maybe even a couple years, that they're just a new Christian, they, every word has power. If you're a baby Christian, God's working on refining you, cleaning you up and you were if you had you know if you used to cuss like a truck driver he's going to cut that down you know then you'll just cuss like a waitress and then it'll, it'll get better you know so but so you your words have <laughs> your words have little power but as you become more spiritual and if you get to the level like bob was if he and i was nagging at each other all the time what was that doing so I said, Bob, if we can't say something nice to each other, we're just not going to talk. We're going on a, on a fast of words for 21 days. So it got real quiet around the house. <laughs> it did. But, you know, I'd say within the week, I think we got tired of not talking, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I don't think we actually went the 21 days because we learned our lesson pretty fast. But, you know, we, we need to do that. We have got I think God's really serious with us. We have got to put a zipper on that lip. If you can't say something nice, shut it. How's that? That's what I tell my kids. Zip it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I know Bob's got something really awesome to share with you, so here's Bob. Turn to Romans 10.8. A long time ago, these words come to me audible, what I'm sharing now. But what does it say? The word, God's message in Christ, is near you, on your lips, and in your heart. That is the word, the message, the basis, and object of faith which we preach. Remember these numbers, 10-8. Now would you turn to Matthew 10.8. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, drive out demons. Freely without pay you have received... Freely, without charge, give. That's not an option there. That's a commandment. These two scriptures, they join. For you to be obedient to what God wants you to do, you've got to be obedient to Romans 10.8. It's in every one of you. The power to be obedient to Matthew 10.8 is in Romans 10.8 and Deuteronomy 30.14 and the rest of that. 
So when you're obedient to this, you're speaking life. And that's what she's really saying. There's too much death spoken and not enough life. It's time that we speak life. And I think this entire message today is about life. So, if God is going to give you power, you better bridle your tongue because you can kill with it. And I think that's where you are. And so what I feel that I'm going to do today is release you in the power. But I really think that you ought to get this message down first. The kingdom of God is here. And I imagine all of you have had visions of being locked up in prison. What's been locked up in prison is your spirit man, your conscience. Because your mind has been the jailer. Mind is never going to figure anything out. It was given to be a servant to your conscience, your spirit man. And when your mind controls your spirit, then you'll even justify sin in your life. But when you let a conscious, let your conscious be your guide. The really guide is in your conscious is the Holy Spirit. That's speaking into your spirit man, your conscious. The enemy, this is a well of life here. Here's where the, the well, the living water comes out of here, not here. So when your mind becomes the servant to your spirit, you'll do these things. This is normal Christian activity. The supernatural becomes natural to you because you're moving in the spirit realm, your father's a spirit. Your relationship with your father begins here, not here. This gets the reward of it. So, the enemies put a plug in the well of salvation right here. That's why no more people are getting saved than they are. It's time we get this plug out. This plug is doubt and unbelief. Apathy and lethargy. The enemy's put in there and plugged up this well. So how many of you have I taken up? No more than that? Uh, I want to take you up today. A breakthrough comes when this comes down and this comes up. So, in Colossians 1.13, translated from your present darkness of your mind into His marvelous light. Here. God lives here in you. You were born again here. Light is here. When this is in control, you dwell in darkness. You're losing control of your mind and getting the mind of Christ.
So, I've taken up churches for a long time. I thought I'd taken up more than did here. The first thing I want to do is take you up. In Ephesians 2.6, it says, You're seated with Christ in heavenly places. This is a done deal. Why aren't you going there? Because you're trying to go with your mind and not your spirit. Your spirit can carry your mind up there. So I'm just laying the foundation of where I'm going to take you first. But I've got another anointing past this. I've been doing this for many years. Recently he's given me an anointing in another way. An impartation like you've never, I don't think you've ever seen this type of impartation before. Also, uh, uh, Romans 12, 2, Bonnie, would you read that? Now, it's time that your mind is a worm. But this time that this worm goes through metamorphosis and becomes a beautiful butterfly that dwells in the presence of the light of God. Okay, this is amplified, so it's kind of long. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. The perfect will of God, that you are led by the Spirit of God, in your spirit man. Then you'll dwell in the perfect will of God. So I lead people this way. I have people to stand up. Don't do it yet until I tell you. I have people to raise their hands. And I have people to close their eyes. And take a deep breath. I do want you praying. If you're praying, you're using your mind. We want you to let your spirit soar and come to what's already been prepared for you in the throne. Every one of you can go. When you are taken up, if you've got hooks in you, they'll pull out. When you come up before the throne, all five of your senses will be active. Some of you will see, some of you hear, some of you smell, some of you taste. But the greatest feeling for me there, I love to go up, is peace. A feeling of peace, a feeling of well-being, a feeling of love. So for many years I've taken up entire bodies. I want to take you up first. So if you'll stand up. Put your heads up. Now take a deep breath. The reason I'm having you take deep breath is you can't pray. Okay, just take a deep breath. Holy Spirit, come. Good. There it started. Now uh, in this realm, as I said, some of you will see. Some of you see white light. Some of you will see other things. Some of you hear a word. 
Some of you will have a, an incense smell, a taste. But the greatest thing is feelings. Good. Keep it going. Keep taking that deep breath. He's moving. Good. 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 Many of you are going up. I've showed you this. This is a done deal. This is total scriptural. This is really raptured. What this means is you're being raptured. And you can be raptured many times a day as you choose to go up. Good. Now, some of you, when you feel these winds come around you, these are angels that's being assigned to you. And they'll be with you as long as you live. And they'll also be part of your testimony in heaven. Good. I'm going to just let you keep going for a while. And look, in this realm you're in, you can see. Every one of you can see for yourself. Good. I see peace coming. That's right. Just let that peace keep coming in. Thank you, Lord. Good. I'm going to give you a little longer. Because it's really taking place with you. Good. Now, when the enemy is trying to torment you at night, all you've got to do is go up. When the enemy gets after an eagle, the eagle flies right into the sun. And this is what you're doing. You're flying right into the arms of the sun. And you can beat uh, the depression, the anxiety, the fear, the panic, by simply going up into the presence of His marvelous light. For every one of you are light beings. And I'd say that many of you are seeing the white light as you're going. Good. Some of you are still getting there. But you're getting there. Hallelujah. Shame, guilt, all these things break off as you go up. Old man can't go up. It's the new man that goes up before the throne. You need to do this often. Just get quiet with him. And just go to him. For you see, all of you want a visitation. But so does he. And what you're doing is you're giving him a visitation. And a pre preparing you for a cohabitation with him and the Father and the Spirit. Ephesians 2.22. So just keep breathing. Keep going. That's excellent. Excellent. Okay. I don't have time to interpret what you've seen, but there is an interpretation and it is scriptural of what you're seeing and what you're going through. Would you sit down? I want to take you now another step that I've never been able to take people before, although I've known of this realm. So, Bonnie, would you go to Isaiah 12, 3? Isaiah 12, 3. 
Therefore, with joy, will you draw water from the wells of salvation? I have been able to minister consistent because of the Scripture. I'm going to have you to stand up again, but not right now. Did you ever pull water out of a well? Did you know that God dwells here? And the kingdom of God is coming this year and it's coming out of you? It's going to come out and blow your tops? So, I want you to not think, but now watch me. This is why I moved in the signs and wonders and miracles for the last 35 years. Do you see what I'm doing? Did you know that you can do it? First, I'm going to have you to get up and start pulling. It may be a little hard for you first. See, I'm not thinking. I'm pulling. The kingdom of God is coming up out of you. And after you've done that a little bit, I want you to turn to one another and to lay hands on one another and begin to minister in power. What I'm talking about here is power. Okay, now stand up. Okay, put your hands up. Close your eyes. Now begin to pull. That's it. Now reach right down here and pull. Keep pulling. Keep going. Keep going. That's right. Good. That's it. You started. That's it. Now, this is a power within you. The kingdom is in you. Good. 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 That's it's really coming. Now, turn to one another and lay hands on one another. And begin to pull that power up. Begin to bless one another. This is how you heal. That's right. That's it. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Some of you. Yeah, it's, it's coming beautifully. Now this is, this is the new anointing that I'm imparting. Good. Yes. Keep it. Now, you can be consistent in healing signs and wonders every time. For I've showed you it's already in you. And this is either kingdom of God comes forth. Good. Now, keep going. 
I just want to make sure everybody has someone to be praying with. If you don't have someone, you can do it as three in a group. It doesn't matter, but just everybody have somebody. Yeah. See, the kingdom of God is the power of God. Good? Now, men like me have been long rangers long enough. Now we need this corporate anointing because we're, we're getting ready to touch the world. And every one of you can minister to anybody any time that they need a ministry. It isn't how you feel or think. It's just simply pulling the kingdom up out of you and begin to meet their needs. Uh, you may not know this, but several of you come depressed here, and this is leaving you. As you're being prayed, this is really... Also, uh, many of you have been having problems in the stomach and these things. There's a lot of healing going on out there right now. Keep pulling. There's somebody's had an eye infection. That thing is clearing up. Uh, there's joint pain. It's clearing up. Yeah, scoliosis is being healed. Remember, therefore, with joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation. There's a release of joy. Laughter is like a good medicine. Let the joy flow. Don't be ashamed. Don't be embarrassed. Don't let man's traditions... Put any put a trip on you, release it. Yeah, let good. Just keep drawing that water, for you see, you never run out of water. People are dying for thirst, and you're the answer God is raising up now to meet their needs. Those that hunger and thirst shall be fed, and this is what the Lord is doing with you, is making you giving you the ability. To water and feed those that are hungry. Uh, there's been a, a sinuses. It's really, especially right up on the forehead. There's so many miracles going on here. You may not know it, but there's a really virtue flowing out of you, which is healing. For see, the only thing that our, my mind is here is a servant bringing what the Holy Spirit's doing. It'll work the same way with you. That's it. Just keep pulling. And when you come together, pull this power up. For this is the hour of power. It's time that every one of you get a vision that God is going to use you in power. Thank you, Lord. Power. Power. Wonder-working power. Good. Good. That's good. Let that joy come. Let it come in power. This is a year that every one of you soar in the Spirit. You're soaring.
Out of your innermost being shall be rivers of flowing water. This is what's taking place. This is a corporate thing that's taking place with you. Out of your innermost being, the river of life is flowing. Yeah. Good. Someone's being healed of night blindness. You know, you know I think that's both natural and spiritual. Because I think there's some who have not been seen at night. And God's taken that veil off your eyes that you will be able to see. Where the enemy has made you think that you can't see, you can see. Every one of you moving in power, pulling it right up this well of salvation that's in you. And when you pull this up, people get saved. Yeah. Yeah. When you come together, heal one another. For the power is in you. I've showed you how to release it. It has got to be corporate now. We're coming to the end of the Long Rangers in the beginning of the body of Christ. And a corporate anointing which is far greater. This is a done deal. You now know how to heal. You don't have to be saved to heal. Those that you're going to be ministering to don't have to be saved. They will be when you heal them. Amen.
Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, seriously, the, the Word says that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of our testimony. And uh, it's really important that it comes out of your mouth what God's done. You know, and uh, the wonderful thing about technology today is you can share, it can come out of your mouth in a variety of ways. You know, we want to see what God's done in this room. We can see that now, but we also want to continue to share those words because here's what you've got to realize. This isn't about, and people have done this wrong in the past, it's been about building them up and building up their ministries. That's not what this is for, trust me. It's just that every time your testimony is released spiritually into the atmosphere, it gives God another platform to do the same thing again. Okay, so whatever God's done with you, please email that. It's on your announcement sheet at the bottom. Email that to testimony at riverlifefellowship.com and, and or, there's two ways, there's a voicemail just like leaving somebody a voicemail message at that 800 number down there, 888-511-HEAL. Just leave your testimony. It gives instructions on there. And we can post that to a link on our website to where people can go and they can listen to you telling your testimony on there. Okay? Because we can go around the room here and hear all the testimonies. That would be a good thing. But it can go even way further than that. I want to encourage you, I was talking with Robin this, uh, not Robin, but Sue Crowley yesterday, and she was asking me about things like Twitter and Facebook. I said, you know what? I've grew up for years watching Pat Robertson give words of knowledge on the TV, and you can call an 800 number, but what if you post your word of knowledge on your Facebook page, or on your Twitter account? I mean, the medium of the internet is so much far reaching than even an 800 number or one TV station. You see what I'm saying? I'm not talking about me doing this. I'm talking about us doing this as the body of Christ because Bob and Bonnie didn't get up here. They didn't call everybody up for them to heal everybody. They're doing something far more important is equipping you and me to be a vessel of healing and salvation in the earth. Amen. So let's start, first of all, with hearing about all things God has done and then put that on your Facebook page, you know, and let's see what God wants to do in multiplication. Because we believe that the kingdom for too often is about addition. And God, as Bob said last night, God works in zeros, adding zeros to the ends of numbers. That's what he's interested in. Amen. So praise the Lord. Does anybody want to share? what God's done for you this weekend or or that where's Joanne at is she still here thank you Lord I think we should pray two things one is we should pray because I know how the devil works he'll speak to your mind say that wasn't me or that wasn't real or that was new age or some stuff right let's pray against that thank you father What's sealed in heaven, let it be sealed in our minds today, Lord. That's what we're saying today. Seal in us today, Lord. Seal in us. Seal in us your word, Lord. Seal in us your power, Lord. Don't let the enemy rob us through these thoughts, these natural, humanistic, carnal, demonic thoughts. Lord, we just, we just reject those right now, Lord. I pray for everybody's mind right now, Lord. Just re, even as you, we've really put that mind to be a servant, may we have the grace of God on us to keep that mind a servant. 
Thank you, Lord. Just, just receive that. Also, let's, just, let's, let's pray for Bob and Bonnie. Reach your hands towards them. Let's reach your hands. We're going to release God's grace and mercy on them. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just believe, uh, you know, the Lord sent them here. They didn't just come as an invited guest. We, they were invited, but they came because the Lord sent them. They don't just go places just because they can. It's just like what Bob said to Lizzie is your, your, your ear and your mouth are connected to the same canal. And that's really what they do is what they hear they do. So, Father, we want to bless that. We want to bless them today, Lord. We want to, we want to give them strength uh, to finish uh, the race, the course, the, the thing that you have for them on this earth, Lord, where the enemy wouldn't be able to take them out prematurely, that they would finish, Lord. Like Paul said, I finished my course. Lord, we just speak life that they would be able to keep what you've entrusted to them and finish it. Lord, that they would see it to the, to the completion, Lord. They would see it to the completion, Lord. Lord, and Lord, we just, we just pray healing in their bodies and, and strength in their bodies and anointing in their bodies. Just an increase, Lord, even in their uh, Bob's older age here, Lord. We are asking for supernatural strength to come upon him, Lord so he can go and equip many to, that are going to re- release, Lord. He's just releasing uh, the grace and the anointing and the authority that you have invested in. He's releasing it to many in the body, and many are going to catch it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo! Praise the Lord. Everybody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Jesus be lifted higher. Jesus be lifted higher. Jesus be lifted higher. Thank you, Jesus. He's a good daddy, you know. And I have this song in my head. The only part is I'm I'm not such a good singer. But I'm just gonna just release it real quick. The words of the song is this, he's a good, good daddy, and he dances over us. I'm not even sure how to release that, but those are the words. He's a good, good daddy, and he dances over us. He's a good, good daddy, and he dances over us. He rejoices over us, and right now he's rejoicing over us because of all the things that we've shared, of all the things of in his kingdom that are manifested here today. The Father is celebrating all of us. He is so happy right now. He's in such a good mood right now. So if you can just stand to your feet and allow the Father just to dance all over you right now. Allow the Father just to dance all over you right now. He is breaking out. He is breaking out right now. He is breaking out right now. He's breaking all over you right now. He's breaking over you right now. He is breaking. We're rejoicing in absolute dancing. Come back Oh, my God, 